Welcome to the Fitbox Podcast. This is your host, Joseph Frankie. Glad you're here listening. On our podcast, we talk about two main things. First and foremost, we interview members of Fitbox so that way you can hear their stories about how they're repaying debt, how they're saving for retirement, buying homes, all this type of stuff really to give you motivation and some different ideas. That's the first thing we talk about. The second thing our podcast do is we take individual finance topics and go through them in more detail. So that way you can say, does this apply to me? And how does this apply to my plan? So if you have questions or you want to sign up for Fitbucks, you can do so in the show notes, fitbucks.com, build your profile, schedule a call. We'll be talking to you soon. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the FitBucks Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Ranke. Today, we got a good one. We're going to be talking about a topic I hear about a lot. I'm amazed about a lot of times when we get on phone calls and I hear people say stuff to me about this, and that is managing money as a couple. Let it be being married. Let it be like an imbalance, like I make more money than my spouse. How do we deal with money in that situation? All that type of stuff. That's what we're going to be covering on today's uh, episode. Now, uh, before we dive into it, as always, if you're watching on YouTube, welcome, welcome, welcome. Make sure that you subscribe, like, leave some comments. It helps us grow. It helps word get out. Plus, you get notified when new videos come out, so make sure you do that. Um, and if you're listening to the podcast, subscribe. You get notified about new episodes. Share these with your friends because if you got these questions, I know they do too. And as always, if you guys need help with your financial plan, our new technology is out. It's available Go sign up, become a premium member, use it, get on your way to financial freedom. That said, let's dive right into the episode. Uh, managing money as a couple. Um, that's really the reason why I get you know really adamant about this is I hear from all the time about people like, oh, we manage our this separate, we do this separate, we do this separate, and I'm just like, okay, like let me know that works out for you guys, okay. Uh, I'm going to go deeper into why I say that. Like, that's not necessarily a good thing, managing everything separate. Or there are some things that you can manage separately, but why do you do some of these other things? Sorry if you're watching on YouTube. I just realized I had my headphones on. I just got off a call. So, <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, those that listen to the podcast, like, I had headphones on, like, I was on a phone call or something, not, not <laughs> filming a podcast. So, all right. Um, first things first about managing money as a couple. Okay. First thing you gotta do is understand that not all couples are created equally. So you gotta figure out where you're at. Okay, what I mean by that is, like, are you married? Like, if you're married, you're gonna be looking at your money completely different than if you're single, but you're in a relationship, okay? Those, those two things are completely, completely different, okay? Now, from a high level, high, high, high level, okay, if you're married, you should be looking at everything together. Like you literally are one person. So like if if you make a hundred grand and your spouse makes 80 grand, that's not separate. Together you make 180 grand. So one person makes 180 grand. Period. If you have student loans of a hundred grand and they have no student loans, that doesn't exist. You both have student loans. So that one person makes 180 grand with a hundred thousand dollars in student loans. Okay. So that's the way you should start looking at it. Okay, now I'll talk about like joint accounts and separate accounts and all that stuff because that's something different. But from a financial planning standpoint, if you're married, right off the bat, that's what I'm gonna tell you. That's how you should be looking at this stuff. Now, when you're single, okay, it's like the complete opposite. 
I would personally never look at my finances together and build a financial plan together with somebody else, okay? The event that has to happen on that is I gotta be getting married. And that's when you start looking at it together. Now, everybody does that differently, okay? So most people will look at it single, 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 and then once they're engaged, like you got that ring on your finger, that's when you start looking at it together, okay? Um, but yeah, if you're just dating, you're not engaged in anything like that, I, I mean, I don't care how long you've been dating. I don't care how, you know, good the relationship is. And you're like, look, I think we're going to be getting married. Uh-uh. Like I have obviously seen so many relationships that have ended and like way prematurely. You never know what's going to happen. Just don't do it. Okay. Um, so there, that's the summarize the first point I wanted to make. If you're kind of look like at a timeline of this. If you're single, but you're dating somebody, you always look at your money separately. Your, your financial plan is separate. Buying houses is always separate. Everything, everything's separate. Once you're engaged, then you can start looking at it potentially together. Some people still wait until they're 100% married to, to do everything together. But then once you're married, when you go to do your financial plan, everything person. And that's what we get all the time from married couples about our, our financial planning technology. Um, like when you go on some of these like budgeting apps and stuff, if you want to sign up, you have to actually sign up as your spouse and you, you got to like pay twice and all that type of stuff. That's BS. Like our financial planning technology, when you sign up, we look at everything together. So you and your spouse is, you might have different logins if you want different logins, but it goes to the same account. So you can see everything together and that's the way it should be. Okay. Now that's from a high level financial planning standpoint. I'll talk about the accounts and everything in a minute. But the next piece I want to talk to you about, because this is vitally important, and this is before you even start talking about dollars and cents and all that type of stuff, is communicate. Communicate, right? And this is especially for some of those that people that are or couples that aren't married yet. I cannot tell you how many times that I get on the phone with someone that is engaged or someone that's married and they're like, I have no idea how much my spouse makes. I have no clue how much uh, my my fiance makes. I have no clue how much they have in student loans. I have no clue what their car debt is. They have no idea, none whatsoever, okay? The reason why you gotta start communicating and the earlier you do is that nothing's a surprise because once you get in the habit of doing something, it's, you're not going to break that, right? So like if you go in and you start saying um, things like, oh, well, um, we never talk about this stuff. Then all of a sudden, you know, it's a month before your wedding and you're like, look, we got to sit down and, uh, you know, let's start talking about this stuff now. The person's going to be like, why? Like we've never done this before. And then you start getting that friction in there. Same thing with married couples. Like I know people that are married that, they don't even know what there is in their spouse's bank accounts. Like they're like, well, they pay for their car loan out of that. They do this out of that. They do that out of that. And I don't, I don't know anything about it. I don't even know how much my spouse makes, blah, 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 blah. And pretty much every single person that I've ever seen do that actually ends up in divorce. Okay. Cause they're like, well, that person ends up hiding money from me. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, holy cow. So the main point on that is communicate. You have to talk about it. Right, you have to talk about all that type of stuff. 
up front what's your expectations and if the person doesn't like it i just honestly i just be like get lost like we're, we're done because this ain't gonna work and i hate saying that because relationships are more about more than about money but money is one of the biggest uh drivers for divorce so if you know that going into it shouldn't you communicate about it and know that you're on the same page before you get there like you know what each other's debts are you know what each other's incomes are you know um all that information you know what your goals are together that's a big one what are our goals what do we want to do like I, again i i i'll get on calls with married couples all the time i'll be like all right what's your goals and you know one spouse will say oh i want to do this and the other spouse will say like well i'd rather do this and it's like complete opposite things like i want to pay off debt like i want to invest and it's like you guys aren't even on the same page. Why are we having this call yet? Like, get off the call, sit down with each other and say, what's our goals? Like, what do we want to accomplish? Because we are one person, so we got to get there together, right? So that's the, the big thing there. And that's tip number two, I guess you could say, is make sure that you communicate. Now, I mentioned that, you know, we'll talk about, like, imbalancing, okay? Imbalance between spouses in terms of income. So, like, Let's just say one person makes 100 grand, another person makes 40 grand. Again, one of the big things on this is communication. Start talking early, 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 okay? Um, give me an example why this is so important. Let's just say you're a couple, right? You're dating and you make 100 grand, the person you're dating makes 40 grand. Maybe it's vice versa, whatever it is but you start paying for dinners every single night. Like I said, that becomes expectation. Now, six months go by, you date, you're dating this person, you're, you really like this person, but every time that check comes, it gives you stress and anxiety and you come home and call up your friend and you're like, man, like I gotta pay for everything, blah, 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 blah. You're already stressing out about it. If you're already got that friction and that like tensity about you, what do you think's gonna happen you get married to the person? Like, and you're, you're having to pay for most things. Like, do you think all of a sudden it's going to get better? No. But then here's the other problem. Let's just say you're doing that for six months, seven months. And finally, you know what? I, anymore. I got to split these costs because this is ridiculous. Now you go to the person and you say, hey, look, you know, we've been dating for six months. You got to, you know, split the bill with me, whatever it is. And it's like, huh? Now that person that you've been dating, they're going to start second guess. It's like, well, wait, wait, wait. What changed? Does this person not even like me anymore? Like, what, what, what's happening here? And they're gonna start in their own head because this is change and this, again, it's gonna be friction. So again, that whole imbalance thing, is communicate. Like, I would bring it up like first date with someone, I'm like, you know, personally, I'd be like, look, either we're splitting this or, you know, the next day you go, we go on, you got the bill. Like, whatever it is, I don't, I don't give a shit. Now, personally, like when I date, I'd, always pay I, I just didn't care it's like okay i'm paying whatever um and at that time like my wife for example she was making more money than me and i was like i don't care i'm still paying um but then she was like insisting on like one or two days but she's like oh, i'm paying it's like okay whatever pay but i just it was early it was like this is the expectation so if your expectation is that you have this money imbalance and it's a problem in your head that you're paying for everything, you better communicate that early. Now, if it's not a problem that you're paying for everything, then who cares, okay? But if you got that problem and you know it's gonna stress you out, like this person's paying for me, 
or maybe you know like you're miss like mr or mrs independent you just have to pay for everything yourself that's fine too you better let that person know up front and communicate that to them before you you get down the road because all of a sudden down the road if you try to change it it's going to get ugly okay now imbalance when you're married okay i again, i see married couples bicker about this all the time like I told you guys earlier, I get on phone calls and I'll be like, okay, what's your guys' goals? And one spouse will say pay off debt. The other spouse will say invest. I've literally heard people be like, well, I make more money from than you. So I say to do investing and that's what we're going to do. And it's like, oh, that's that's a marriage going down the drain. I can guarantee, pretty much guarantee you that shit. Like, because that's not going to fly for very long. Okay. Um, so I definitely wouldn't recommend doing that. Now, this goes back to the very first thing that I was talking about. If you're married, everything should be looking at as a whole. So it doesn't matter if you make 100 grand and your spouse makes 40, if you both make 100 grand, whatever it is, you just combine the two and that's how much money you make. So I remember like when I first started, uh, when we first got married, my wife and I, I mean, she made way more money than I did. She made like double the amount of money I did. But that's not what I told people I made. I, I told people how much I make was our combined incomes. Like that, because I looked at it as one person and that's the way you should be looking at it, especially if you're married, you're, you're one person. It doesn't matter. Therefore, like if it's on my credit card for dinner or her credit card, it doesn't matter because it's just coming out of the same income. Like what should matter is, are you using the credit card that gets the most points and whatnot? That's the best benefit. All right. So that is a big thing. I'll give you an example on that. Like you know, when I used to live in Los Angeles and my wife was doing a fellowship up in NorCal, we would fly back and forth all the time. And it's like, well, great. We opened up a Southwest credit card and because I did it and I paid for everything first and then she did it and then she paid for everything second, we ended up getting like something like 20 flights between San Jose and LA for free. Like, holy cow. Like, why would you not take advantage of that? Why would you split everything up? Okay. Now, what does that mean in terms of like accounts? Okay. Um, how do you have accounts? So does every account need to be joint? No, it doesn't need to be joint. Like my wife still has savings accounts that are in her own name. I know how much are in them. Like, like whatever, but she still has her own accounts. Like who cares? Like I still have my own bank accounts. But again, like when we're sitting there saying, what's our emergency funds? Um, how much money should we be paying off towards debt? It doesn't matter which account it's coming from. Like if that balance is low, go, go send a check out from this account. Who cares? Like we look at everything as a financial plan. Like when we go on to Fitbox and I use, you know, our own technology to manage our own money, my, my money, and I'm looking at it, I don't care whose account the name is. I just care about the balance of where it's at. Right? So that's, that's the key thing. So again, when, you know, I have a married couple come on, it's like, well, does it matter if we have separate bank accounts? It only matters if the separate bank account is like hidden from the other person. And Cause then, yeah, that can, that can cause some problems or like a credit card that's hidden from the other person. Like it's different hiding it from a person. Like for myself, I have like 13 credit cards. Obviously my wife has no idea about every single one of them. She knows I have a lot. She doesn't know about every single one. But they're not hidden. It's like, look, here they are. Like, I don't care. They literally sit on my desk. Like, 
there they are if you want to see them, right? I'm not hiding like a secret credit card. I'm not hiding a special bank account, <clears throat> excuse me, that I'm not telling my spouse about. Okay, that's where you can get in trouble. But separate, just to have, like, because it's an old account or whatever it is, you know, who cares? It's, it's fine at that point, okay? Um, so, yeah, don't worry about splitting, you know, those types of, of accounts and whatnot, okay? Um, so that's a big thing. Now, I want to give you an example um, of why, you know, looking at yourself when you're married, why it's such a big deal. Okay, why is it such a big deal? It's because your ability to generate wealth is dramatically bigger when you're looking at this stuff together. Okay, and I'm going to show you like a risk reward type of perspective. Um, I was working with this one couple and at first I didn't know that they were married. Okay, he came on to Fitbox and built his profile separately and actually put that he was single. I don't know if it was by air or whatever, okay? I'm anticipating it was by air because about halfway through the conversation, he freely said, yeah, I'm married. Like, how does that play a role? So I got on this call thinking that, hey, we're just gonna be talking about student loans, his investments, whatever it is. And we literally went through like the whole call. And he was like, by the way, I'm married. And that's why I signed up was because my spouse, you know, is on here and I'm like, okay, First of all, like your spouse could have just put you on her account, but it was like, <laughs> probably should have told me this at the beginning of the phone call because it changes everything. What I mean by that is that by himself, his Fitbox score was a 210, which means it's not bad. It just means currently he has a lot of financial risk. So if he wanted to do something like start a business or take some more risk somewhere else with investments, he couldn't, he couldn't afford to do it. But when you combine the stuff with his wife, she had like a 900. So combined their overall profile was like a 750, 800. Like they were in a phenomenal situation. And that's exactly what he wanted to do. He wanted to go out and start a business. And that was one of the things that they couldn't figure out was, well, if you start a business, we don't have that income. Can we afford everything and, and take that risk? And the answer was like, yeah, like you can more than do that. Now, fast forward, like he quit his job, started his business. That business is now making like 250 grand a year for him. He basically more than quadrupled what his income was. Whereas before, when they were looking at things separately, he wouldn't have taken that risk because it was like, oh, I can't take that risk because it's by myself. Yeah, he literally said that on the call before I knew he was married. He was like, hey, like I was thinking about starting my own business, but... Like, this, is, this would be a little bit too much risk for me. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, well, I'm married. I'm like, hold on. Like, who's your wife? And then we merged the accounts. And I was like, well, that's a whole different situation now. You can take that risk. He was like, oh, fantastic. And so those are opportunities. Like, if you're looking at everything separate, you're missing massive opportunities. Okay. Um, you know, like, even on our stuff, like, you know, with myself and my wife, like, I was looking at it you know, about potentially buying some investment properties back in like 2020 and 2021 because interest rates were so damn low. And I was like, well, you know, the way my income structured, I probably couldn't really qualify. But then all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, like my wife's a PT. She qualifies for a professional mortgage loan. Like that's really good terms. And we could buy something with 100% financing through that type of program at a low interest rate. Like 
yeah, let's go do it. Whereas if we looked at everything separate, I'd be like, oh, nope, I can't do it. And there goes that opportunity, right? By the way, guys, if you uh, want to have help on those professional mortgage loans, uh, we do have two lenders that do that now, Celebrity Home Loans, um, Movement Mortgage. They can both help you. So go on your Fitbucks profile, left-hand side, tools and products underneath home ownership. You'll see that on there about buying a house. They'll contact you guys. You, you know, we send them your information. Once you say yes, send it to me, send it to them. So they got everything about you. So if you want those mortgages, let us know. Probably, sorry, shameless plug. Had to get that in there. But that's the big thing. That's just an example of how, like, when you look at this stuff together, how much more you could potentially grow when you're a married couple. But just to summarize, key thing is communicate, 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 communicate. It doesn't matter if you're a couple, you're just starting your relationship, communicate. I get it from people all the time. Well, I feel uncomfortable talking about uh, money. And, and funny story, I'll get you, uh, get you guys all, like, get you out of here after this story. I, but this is a funny one. And like my, our, our board directors are probably like, why'd you tell that story? But I don't, I don't care, I'm gonna tell it anyways. I literally was just talking to somebody. Okay, I, I met them like six or seven months ago. So I know I know them, but they're not like my friends and stuff. And she's sitting there talking about how she just started dating this guy. And she's like, I can't talk about money. And that's like weird. But meanwhile, I also knew, like she's already had like conversations about sex and all this other stuff with this dude. And I'm like, wait, 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 you can talk about that? comfortable with talk about like outfits that he like likes what you like and all that type of stuff but you won't talk about money that's what makes you feel uncomfortable like oh okay um so many ways priorities right um you might be like well my priority is that it's like okay well then make sure you talk about that too which that is important don't get me wrong but don't tell me that you're embarrassed to talk about money but you're not embarrassed to talk about those other things it's like come on Right. So talk about money. I know it might be uncomfortable, but if you don't get out of that comfort zone, you don't talk about it now. You're also not going to talk about it in the future. And like I said, in the future, if you keep holding that in, eventually it's going to blow up. And that's where I see people in all serious notes. That's where they end up getting divorced is because they're never talking about this constantly. All right. So, you know, that's that's the big deal. Um, that's why you got to communicate. If you're married, look at the stuff together. Don't look at it separately. That is when you're doing your financial plan, accounts and all that stuff. Who cares if they're separate? Just make sure you're managing your financial plan together. With that, if you guys need help with your financial plan, make sure that you uh, build your profile, sign up for our premium membership, schedule a call with your coach. We'll help you build out your plan. Make sure you're doing everything right. Answer your questions. Get you going to financial freedom. Talk to you guys on the next episode.